baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, this week, I am at the St. Louis Area Food Bank with the president and CEO of the food bank, Meredith Knopp, and we are in Bridgeton, Missouri at this huge complex where all the action takes place for providing food across the region. Yeah, so welcome, first and foremost. We're excited to have you here. Uh, you are on the campus of the St. Louis Area Food Bank. We've got about 94,000 square feet uh, where we are able to source, procure, and purchase food from across the region and quite candidly across the country that we are able to sort and process and repackage to distribute to our network of partner agencies, over 600 food pantries, soup kitchens, and transitional housing units across the 26 counties that we serve in both Illinois and Missouri. So how long has the food bank been around? We were actually established in 1975 uh, as the crisis nursery as a response to not only poverty and food insecurity, but alarmingly large numbers of low birth weights among children. Uh, and so some people got together and said, you know, we need to do something about that. Well, here we are in 2023 and in 2025, we'll uh, mark 50 years of serving and supporting the bi-state region. Where does the food come from? Let's start with a simple question like that. Sure. So food comes from a lot of different places. So uh, it comes from farmers and growers and people in the ag community. It comes from manufacturers and distributors that have food that they can donate to us. It comes from grocery stores. It comes from retailers. Uh, it comes from the community. We have a lot of community partners uh, that will do food drives with their businesses, their schools, their faith-based organizations. So food can literally come from anywhere. Well, let's walk through the process. Yes. Wherever the food comes from, it, it arrives here. And then what happens? It does. So food that is donated or purchased or procured uh, comes here to the St. Louis Area Food Bank. We have to go through and sort and inspect all of it. Food safety is number one priority here. So we want to make sure that anything we brought in, whether it's a donation from a grocery store or a truckload of apples from the state of Washington, we want to make sure that nothing happened in transit. So we will go through all of that at our volunteer repackaging center. Uh, we have multiple shifts a day of community volunteers that will sign up. They'll go through, they'll inspect it, make sure dates are good. Uh, if it was a food drive, we want to make sure nothing has something that's expired. And I don't mean as in yesterday expired. I mean like 2014 expired. Uh, <laughs> so we'll do that. Uh, and so we'll go through and then we'll actually repackage these into breakfast boxes or snack packs or dinner boxes uh, that we can distribute then uh, across that network. Now on the expiration thing, tell me about the date on a product and, and what it actually means because I've always wanted to know. Right. So the USDA actually has a great app. It's a food keeper app uh, that people can download that will help them understand the extended shelf life. Uh, so there are simple things like, you know, milk is usually three to five days. Always smell it first. You know, with eggs, you can do the egg test, you know, put it in the water. If it floats, it's good. If it sinks, it's bad. Uh, but most shelf stable products have between a six and 12 month shelf life, some up to 24 months. Uh, things with tomatoes usually is a little less, but you always want to taste things. But just because the date says best buy does not mean poison is after. 
We have a lot of food that comes to us that we call short dated. Uh, so it might come to us with only a few days left before that date that is stamped on there. And that's fine. And so what we normally do is we uh, include literature that lets people know how to safely store, handle and prepare the food and then how far out it can be extended. I have food in my pantry if we went there right now that expired in August and we're still eating it. One thing I thought was interesting, you were talking about the nutrition aspect and you have yes. nutrition specialists. Tell me about what they do and how important that is. Yeah, so here at the St. Louis Area Food Bank, we actually have registered dietitians on staff that are working very hard to ensure that people understand nutrition and how to read those labels, right? Because there's a lot of words on there that are very confusing. You don't know what's good for you, what's bad for you. So we're actually working through a program right now with healthy eating regulations. And it's a simple red, yellow, and green system. Green is kind of those anytime foods. You can eat as much as you want, obviously within you know, regulation, but you know you can, eat, you can eat it whenever. Yellow is kind of those sometimes foods and red is that eh, not so often foods. And we do that to educate people, especially when we're introducing newer foods that might not be commonplace, uh, but we also do it with just food that we don't normally receive here at the St. Louis Area Food Bank. We tell people how to prepare it, how to use it, and we let people know so they can make smart choices. Uh, if they need food that is lower salt or lower sugar, we also source those foods as well as culturally appropriate foods to meet people where they are for themselves and their family. You also mentioned uh, something, food on the move. Yes. And what is that? So Food on the Move has been around for about a year and a half right now. Uh, and it was a program that was born out of trying to meet people where they are and eliminate the barrier of transportation. There are many, many families around the bi-state region that don't have reliable transportation. So Food on the Move, these are beautiful 36-foot tractor trailers that if you look at it just on the road, it's going to look like a trailer. But when you open it up, it's a grocery store. There are freezers, there are refrigerators, there's signage, there's shelf-stable, there's pet food, all of the things that you and your family families need, we take these out into areas that have high poverty, high food insecurity, and barriers to transportation, and people can walk through these. They're beautiful, they're ADA compliant, and people can get the bags of food that they need with that choice model, right? We don't just want to push food at people. We want them to select what they need for themselves or their family members. Well, I saw the volunteers come in uh, yes. to start a shift. Mm -hmm. And there was a video that was played yes. that I thought was very poignant because it was a person who had an illness. People might not realize how close you can get to not having food. What is that education like trying to get people to understand that it could be them? Right. And so we have had countless stories. I, I can't even give you a number of people who said, you know, it was okay until it wasn't. I was fine until this changed, or I never expected or anticipated this. Uh, we actually had a former board member who served with us because he was working here in St. Louis, an exec downtown, had a great job, uh, and got hit by a car. Uh, was in the hospital, found out he had cancer, and lost everything. So then he and his family had to actually use the food bank and its resources. They had to go on SNAP uh, for assistance, but the good news is that what we do worked. He's now back employed. He's cancer free. He's no longer using the food bank or SNAP. And he wanted to serve on our board to just let people know that he was one of the last people in his own words. He said, I never thought I would need a food bank. You know, I, I grew up in a, in, a, in a nice home and I had a good education. I had a great job until it was all taken away. Uh, and so I think it really was just that realism that exists that some people don't want to think about that we are all so close to needing assistance that we might not even realize it. And I was pretty impressed by the number of volunteers who were in there. They just kept coming in while I was waiting. 
They do. So we have multiple shifts a day, uh, and people can sign up to volunteer at our website, stlfoodbank.org. They can come in by themselves, with their families, with a business, with a church group, uh, and just come in and volunteer for two hours, and then they leave with this incredible impact worksheet that lets them know how many pounds of food that they touched, how many meals that they made for the day. Um, And so it's a great way for people to give back. It's indoors, climate controlled, so whether it's hot or cold, raining or snowing, we're always open. And Monday is 9-11 Day of Service, and this is a big event in the St. Louis region and for the food bank. So tell me what happens on Monday. So on Monday, St. Louis is one of 18 cities that is partnering with an organization called 911day.org, uh, and the spirit is to really turn a day of tragedy into a day of service. Uh, so we're going to be kind of coalescing on the Enterprise Center this year. First year we're going downtown, uh, and we expect to have around a thousand volunteers. And together in that one day, the goal is to prepare and pack. 400,000 meals that will come back to the food bank and get distributed across our 600 partner agencies. But 9-11 day, personally as an Army veteran, is very, very important to me uh, that people kind of take that moment to pause and reflect uh, and to give back. There were some containers, the red containers Mm -hmm. in the warehouse that you talked about, how those go out to the community and maybe businesses get their employees to help and donate and and there's like a competition sometimes. Tell me more about that. Yeah, so that is actually our community food drive program. So we have these beautiful red barrels uh, that businesses can sign up for to host a food drive. Uh, We have a whole team here that works on that program. Uh, What they do is they tell us when they want to do the food drive. We will actually deliver these food drive barrels to your location with also a list of our most needed items. So that's always changing. Uh, And then that organization can do the food drive. Some do it a week, some do it for a month, whatever. And then at the end, we will actually pick up those barrels. We make it very, very easy uh, for the business or school or or, or faith-based organization to do that. And then we give them an impact report that lets them know how many pounds of food they were able to collect. So it's a great way to get involved. And yeah, especially if there's multiple schools or multiple branches of a business, people can do that competitively and kind of see, you know, who's got bragging rights. Uh, We also have a virtual food drive. So if someone has a, a business here and then one, say, in New York or California, they can do a virtual food drive and still do that competition. So we want to be very inclusive. You also mentioned there's a program in in schools. Mm-hmm. What is that? So this is our school markets program. We started this a few years back, uh, and it's a way that we actually open food pantries inside the safety and the familiarity of a school. Uh, so they'll be done in school colors and with school logos. A lot of times the kiddos will actually run the markets, uh, but what they are is they are a food pantry that is, exists in the school. That way any family that has a child attending that school can have access and they can get the food and non-food items and resources they need, again, at no cost. All of our programs are at no cost to our community. Community, including food on the move. And so it's a great way to treat pe- people with dignity and respect and kind of destigmatize the need to having to ask for help in the first place. So I'm curious personally, is there something that uh, a story that stands out to you that kind of represents what you do here? Only one? Good gracious. You know, the, yeah, that's probably not a fair question. But. No, I mean, there are stories every week that we hear about when people show up at our food distributions uh, just asking us for help uh, that, that have tears in their eyes. Uh, you know, we had a situation one time where uh, we were at a food drive, and I remember uh, someone saying, like, why is that person in line? You know, they have a nicer car than I do. I said, well, let's go ask them. And it turned out the person in line was picking up for four homebound neighbors 
in their community. One was her former elementary school teacher. So I share that story uh, as a way to let people, you know, don't judge. Uh, You never know what's going on. Uh, And I even use that story saying, look, if I lose my job today, my car is not going to get confiscated tomorrow. You just never know what's going on in someone's life. So having a little bit of empathy uh, and just a little bit of love for one another and just saying, look, you're in line for food. This is not you're in line because you have, uh, you know, a Black Friday sale at your favorite retailer. This is food. It is a basic necessity and a basic right. Uh, And so that's something that's very, very important to people. And if you're willing to sit in line for three hours just to put food on the table for your family, I'm guessing you probably need it. What are some other events coming up or what are what's on the horizon for the food bank in the next few months? You've mentioned a couple of the programs, but what else? Sure. So uh, September is actually Hunger Action Month. So it's a time where we can really shine a light on the issue of food insecurity here in the bi-state. September 15th is Hunger Action Day. Uh, so that morning, we're actually having a symposium here at the St. Louis Area Food Bank. Uh, everyone is welcome or anyone is welcome. We're going to be talking about the food bank, where we've been and where we're going. We've got some great partners that are coming out to talk about why they support the food bank. We'll be talking about the upcoming farm bill and that piece of legislation and why it matters to so many different constituents and groups across the nation, not just here in the bi-state region. We're going to have some fun uh, with some of our partner agencies and things that we'll be doing that day. Uh, So that's from 730 to 9 that morning here at the food bank. But then that day down at the wheel downtown, uh, they are actually turning the wheel orange all day, Friday, September 15th, in honor of Hunger Action Day. We're also doing a community food drive. So anyone who donates uh, non-perishable food items or makes a cash donation, we'll have QR codes down there that day, will actually get to take advantage of a BOGO ticket offer from the wheel. Uh, so get a buy one, get one uh, to ride the wheel. And it will be orange, which will be really, really fun at night to ride the wheel glowing orange. Well, we've covered a lot here. Is there anything I missed? I think the most important part is that you know, we, we encourage everyone to get involved. Around here, we say that hunger can affect anyone, but anyone can affect hunger. Uh, so the three biggest things we're always looking for is food, funds, and friends. Uh, so if you're able to help us in any of those ways, I would encourage people to visit our website, which is stlfoodbank.org. They can find out how to donate, how to volunteer, how to do a food drive. If they want to learn more about Hunger Action Month, they can go to www ham h-a-m-s-t-l.org and they can learn all about that they can rsvp for one of our events and just see how they can make a difference in the lives of others meredith knopp president and ceo of the st louis area food bank thanks so much for your time thank you so much baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 